Welcome to another edition of Meet the Pros Podcast. This is a pregame.com production, and as we do, we like to introduce you to all of our cappers here at pregame.com, and I'm joined today by Spartan, and Spartan is a, I'd like to refer to as a homegrown handicapper here at pregame. Pregame is the only site on the internet that gives guys the opportunity to prove themselves in our forums and through our blogs. And once they have proved themselves as a first-rate handicapper, which Spartan has most definitely done, we give them the opportunity to become a pregame pro. And Spartan is, as I said, a homegrown product. And thank you for joining me today, Spartan. Um, why don't you tell our listeners uh, how you got started in this? I understand that uh, before pregame.com, you were a regular poster at another site, and we generally don't talk about other sites <laughs> here at pregame, but this one's a little different. Go ahead. Well, um, I was, uh, I've been with pregame since there's been a pregame. I uh, used to post uh, at Johnny Detroit's Let It Ride Sports. Um, I just really enjoyed it. That's where I got to know some of the guys that have carried over you know, with me to the new site, you know, like his honor, the boys, um, et cetera. And, uh, I just always, um, love the site, you know, it was just a lot of fun. And I, lo- I love the interaction that you had with the other posters and, uh, it's just kind of evolved from that. Those that don't know, um, Johnny Detroit, obviously, uh, integral part of, you know, pregame.com and he had his, uh, forum posting board let it ride and that was merged in with pregame whenever pregame had its inception back in 2006 so spartan is a charter member so to speak of the forums <laughs> and uh you know you're one of the you know more loyal um you know people just you know love when you come in and uh, you know make your post and uh, you know rj bell the ceo of pregame had the vision and he come to me and, and said you know We've got a lot of forum posters that have really, really good material. Uh, we've had different competitions. We've had the, uh, you know, bet like a pro, and uh, we've had different things. And we offered this to yourself and a couple other guys that were regular posters at pregame, like Goodfella and uh, Dwayne Bryant and gave you guys the opportunity to prove yourselves on the forums and the following has been great you guys have been you know super your content is is good people follow you you win that's the big thing <laughs> and uh, tell us when you really um you know got started in uh handicapping and uh you know betting uh tell us the spartan life story so to speak well um It started when I was ridiculously young. Um, To be perfectly candid with you, uh, I actually took my first action, um, and I'm really dating myself here (laughs) severely. Uh, It was uh, in March of 1971. Um, Cassius Clay had recently become Muhammad Ali. Um, It was a big controversial issue at the time, and he was making his comeback, and he uh, fought Jerry Quarry and Oscar Bonavina and set up a heavyweight title bout with Joe Frazier. I was probably the only Joe Frazier fan um, in the town that he grew up in, Moberly, Missouri. And everybody else was just um, enchanted, enthralled with Muhammad Ali. And uh, I started taking action in the school cafeteria at junior high, and I was taking Frazier and saying, basically, you know, bring whatever action you want and I'll cover it. <laughs> you know, all my paper route money, <laughs> everything, and uh, 
uh, that turned out very well because Smoke and Joe got him in that first bout. Uh, that's good. I mean, it's funny. We've done a lot of these uh, Meet the Pro podcasts and uh, a lot of different cappers. I mean, I've been doing this for 30 years, so I've n- met and learned and got to uh, talk with many handicappers in this business. And you'll be surprised how many people actually started betting uh, in their teenage years and high school and so forth. And, you know, even myself, as we were talking before we started the podcast, I used to run parlay cards in school. And I took the money that I made from the parlay cards from all of my classmates, and that funded my own betting. Uh, and I took that money and, and would make a, a couple wagers um, each week in college and pro football in, uh, you know, my top game. So we all got started somehow, and, you know, and that's, you know, great. You come from Missouri, and uh, that's the show-me state. You and, bet. Uh, obviously, you've been showing us all, you know, ever since you came here, that when it comes to the Big 12, you and another capper we have on the site, uh, Tony George, you guys just seem to, seem to own the uh, Big 12 conference. And uh, would you say that is your best conference? Um, I think that without a shadow of a doubt that Tony and I, and I'm not trying to be boastful. I mean, those that know me on the forum know that's not my style, but I'm a very confident handicapper when it comes to the Big 12 and uh, the Missouri Valley. I mean, I've had some um, some runs just as recently as the March Madness with the Missouri Tiger basketball team. Um, I was pretty much dialed into them. I mean, I was not always going with the Tigers. I was going against them some days. But sometimes you just get where you're just you have your finger on the pulse of a certain ball club, and uh, you can ride that for all it's worth. That's you know an important point. And you know myself uh, prior to moving you know to Las Vegas, um, you know I lived 46 years in Pittsburgh, and I have a, a, a pulse on the Pittsburgh. You know, and if you have the ability to get past being a homer right and really be able to look with open eyes at your team that's right in front of you you can make a ton of money because nobody knows the teams like you do vegas is sitting out here they're looking at power ratings raw data they're not looking at you know emotional factors and different things that come about with certain teams and when you're dialed into your home team there's nothing better than that. And like I said, the key is to be objective. You're not always a homer. You're going with or against that team, and you can make a lot of money. And not only have I seen your ability, you know, with the, you know, college football with the Big 12 Conference and basketball, you know, you extremely well with basketball. And, of course, your basketball is great because they play, you know, a couple times a week. And, you know, you got both conferences, so you got a lot of games to choose from. But uh, in baseball, I've seen an uncanny ability when you follow the Kansas City Royals. You seem to be, you know, right on the money with and against the Royals. And again, dialing into that, you know, that home area of yours is is tremendous. Not saying that you don't win with your other place, too, because you're you're, you know, a complete handicapper. Um, What about your style of handicapping? What uh, are you more of a statistical handicapper or are you a, uh, a schedule dynamics handicapper or how we, what would you say your style of handicapping is? I am probably the product of a mixed um, upbringing in the business. Um, I, I learned like everybody else, the uh, harsh realities of money management. Um, I learned how to uh, lock in on certain teams like we've already touched on. Um, I, I'm not one of those cappers that absolutely hangs his hat on all trends. Um, I believe any handicapper, if he's, um, 
doing his clients any justice at all needs to do his due diligence and everyday check trends and uh I, it's a combination of everything i mean i um and my wife <laughs> would testify to this i watched an obscene amount of ball games and i know what to look for um you know i've got everything from the extra innings to sunday ticket to nba season pass um I feel like I've got a working knowledge of the game, and that's something that a lot of fans just don't have. I mean, if you've played ball, it, it does help you a little bit to understand what to look for. A lot of times when guys are watching a ball game, for instance, they'll just follow the ball. Uh, a lot of the stories told along the line of scrimmage. And um, anyway, I just my, my capping technique is a combination of trends and uh, just actually watching the games and uh, – it's really as simple as that with me. And I, I do not, um, you know, I, I have the ability to take off my fan hat. You know, I do dwell with the Missouri teams, but it doesn't make me very popular around Columbia very sometimes because I do go against the Tigers fairly often. Well, again, you know, you have to be objective in uh, talking about, you know, watching the sports. There, I agree with you 100% in uh, – you know, that was uh, a situation uh, with me that, you know, growing up, I, I always had satellite dishes, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, before we had uh, direct TV and the little dishes, I mean, my house in Pennsylvania still has the old C-band satellites right. on the roof. And, uh, I mean, I watched all of this, you know, all of the sporting events and, you know, my house was like a sports bar before sports bars were popular. <laughs> I understand. But, but that's the way that you have to do it. Right. Because there is so many things in handicapping that when you just look at statistics, statistics don't always tell the story of a game. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of garbage time points scored, you know, the end of a football game where, you know, a team that's out of it, you know, puts up a lot of yardage late. Um, you know, in when the other team's in prevent, and if you just go solely on box scores, you really don't see that because, you know, look and see, oh, the yardage was even, but they got 150 yards in the fourth quarter when the score was a three-touchdown game. You know, you got to know the ebb and flow of the game. And sometimes whenever, like I talked about situational things, sometimes things happen in games that when you watch them that the box score never shows and um, that's especially great for college sports for the following year and revenge situations um, you know if you watch a game I know me personally if I'm watching a game and the game's pretty much decided and in the fourth quarter the the team that's winning is still throwing the ball you know I I take right. notes on things like absolutely, that absolutely you have to and those are things that the box score will never show you but you know whenever you watch the game live and you write that down in your journal and you go to next year when that game comes up you can rest assured the coaching staff for the losing team didn't forget that right. last year that you were throwing in the fourth quarter with a huge lead and there's those kind of things happen same way with, um, I think, watching games with um, involving totals, especially in the NFL, uh, whenever teams are going to play twice a year in the division. You know, you may look at a game and it may be a low-scoring game and you, you look at the game and say, okay, the, the rematch is going to be a low-scoring game. But you watched the game and you saw that there was four turnovers. 
Well, the four turnovers occurred deep in the other team's territory each time. They had long, sustained drives that ate up a lot of clock, but then turned the ball over and resulted in no points. If you just looked at a game and at a box score, you don't know that. And, you know, then you get line value the second time around uh, with an over-under. So there's so much value in watching games, and that's that's a great way to handicap uh, Spartan. Is there – what of the sports would you say – is your favorite sport and what would be your best sport well my favorite sport uh has always been nfl football um that's what i've kind of hung my hat on i won a couple of uh nfl handicapping championships at another site and uh i've always done well with it even preseason football i've got my own little secret uh formula that i use i can't wait to unleash um for my clients uh this august when preseason rolls around because I have not had a losing preseason in probably seven years. Um, a lot of people think preseason football and NFL is a waste of time and it's for the only the real degenerate, <laughs> you know. But I can tell you I've done really well with it. But that, to answer your question, that's my favorite. Um, you know, growing up, baseball was my favorite sport. I was a good baseball player. I was a pitcher. Um, just kind of grew up in a family of baseball players. My brother was an excellent ball player, actually a major league prospect um, in the 60s and had a – interest from the Cleveland Indians but uh, my brother as talented as he was uh, he's a great left-handed pitcher but he never had the passion for the game and actually went to the Vietnam War instead of signing a contract and volunteered but anyway I'm digressing here um, baseball is my is, is, a, is a good sport um, the only sport that I really uh, and I'll being brutally candid here is not my strong suit would be uh, hockey I'm not a hockey guy but uh, NFL football, college football, NBA, I've won two capping championships with the NBA as well. So I can say, I, you know, I'm not just all one sport. I've done it in a couple of different sports. Do you think, uh, listening to you there, uh, you know, you kind of hung your hat with both of the pro sports. Do you think the pros, your style of handicapping runs better for you or college? Um, I think the NFL simply, Marco, because um, I can keep a handle on – the team's a little better i mean in college football on football saturday when you've got you know i'll be honest with you i cannot keep up with florida international um i can't keep up with what's going on with virginia um all the way out to the west coast and san diego state i've had most of my success i pay attention to all the games i have to but i do focus on uh the 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 Big 12 and uh, the Big 10, I kind of look at the Midwest because if you have one area that you you can really hang your hat on and not spread yourself too thin, the bottom line is the bankroll, and and that's what I pride myself in. Well, that's a good approach, and there's no question that, uh, you know, going to your strength is always going to, you know, result in the best profits for you and your clients, and, uh, you know, it's great whenever, you know, our cappers and, you know, that's one of the things that you'd be surprised so many cappers in this business really, you know, they just pick games. They really don't put their money into into play. And uh, I know for a fact that most of our cappers, just like yourself, um, you know, we're pro betters first. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cappers. And, and if we weren't selling our picks, we'd still be doing everything that we do because – 
you know, we well, bet the games. And it's it's something that you have a passion for. I believe that there's some people that are just born to do certain things. And um, I've been consumed with sports my entire life. I mean, it's just something that I I cannot remember when sports wasn't a important part of my life. Um, just a real quick story I can tell you. I was thinking about this this morning because I was thinking, uh, man, I don't know what I'm going to say today when I talk to Marco. <laughs> but one, you know, one story that kind of sums up uh, Spartan, when I was, I guess, maybe eight, uh, our church had a little thing, and every, guy had the, and every guy in our Sunday school class had to give a program. And uh, all the parents were going to be there, and it was a nighttime program. It was kind of a big deal. And they assumed that we were going to talk about something strictly out of the Bible, you know, Cain and Abel or Noah's Ark, whatever. Well, nobody really outlined the thing, what I was supposed to talk about. So my parents looked on with these horrified expressions when their little son got up there and after all these other kids had done their programs all respectfully. I started breaking down the first Super Bowl between the Packers and the Chiefs. <laughs> and everybody was sitting there with their mouths hanging open and their eyes real wide. And I, I thought I did a great job. But uh, the, all I'm saying is ever since I've been a little kid, literally a little kid, I've been consumed by sports. I used to hide sports magazines in my books and get in trouble in grade school because I was reading Sports Illustrated instead of my lessons. Um, Sports has been a large part of my life. I've played ball, I've bet ball, I've booked ball. Um, that's what I do. Well, that's, you know, your story is really no different than most of our, you know, cappers. And, uh, you know, that's funny. You're, you know, whenever you did that uh, back at an early age, I did the same thing. Uh, we had a, uh, in English class, we had to do a speech presentation. And, uh, you know, you were able to use props and stuff and the old <laughs> overhead projectors, you know, where you get like the clear thing, you stick it on it and it projects it over. Right. Um, you know, all these different kids are doing things and I go up and uh, the entire class look mystified. <laughs> I broke out a uh, horse racing program and uh, I did a presentation in eighth grade on how to handicap a horse race. So, uh, yeah, we've, awesome. all, we've, we've all done that. And uh, it's it's great that. Uh, we have those stories, and that, that's what makes us. And, and the beauty of what we do, and I mean, I don't know about you, Spartan, but I can tell you, there's not many people that when you wake up in the morning, you get to say, I'm doing what I absolutely love to do. And to me, handicapping sports is just that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm in a, a job or a lifestyle, really. It's not a job. It's a lifestyle right. that I do exactly what I want to do. And whether I was getting paid to do it or not, this is what I would be doing because right. I do it for me. And I can right. see that passion with you. And, um, you know, pregame is very honored to have you as one of our pro cappers um and i think it's a special story that the way that you got to come up and become a pro here at pregame and again it's what sets pregame apart there's no other site on the internet that lets people come up you know earn their chops so to speak the way you did and then give you an opportunity to become a pregame pro and i think that the people in the forums our customers they really embrace that fact because you were one of them and you know they they love you guys and uh you know when you guys post you know they're always there you know giving you guys you know good wishes and when you you know let me tell you when this guy pops a triple star play he's on the money uh this this guy impresses me and uh when i see a big play involving a team from the missouri area you know 
I'll admit, I'll, I'll plop my money down too. And just as I suppose that, uh, you know, if I have a big play involving a Pittsburgh game, guys will follow me. So You're that's good. what it's all about. And it's been a pleasure having you on board today, Spartan. And um, this is uh, another great uh, Meet the Pros podcast. We will be con- continuing this series with more uh, of our pregame pro handicappers. Spartan, anything you'd like to say to our listeners uh, before we cut out? You bet. Just real briefly, um, you know, the, the pregame forum, is it becomes part of our lives, um, whether – you are a capper there or just a regular poster. I mean, when you think about the amount of hours a lot of these folks spend on that forum, and it's not just always sports, and this is the one time I have the opportunity to say thank you to a lot of my friends out there um, that were very supportive of me when I had my surgery last year. I've never really had a chance to have an agenda like this where I could actually speak to you guys. So uh, I just want to let you know that when I said I appreciated it then, it was heartfelt, and I did. I care about you guys on the forum. I care about winning, and um, I'm proud to be associated with pregame. I'm looking forward to football big time. This has been a great Meet the Pros podcast, and again, pregame you know we look at it you know as a family it's a community uh, rj had a great vision with uh, what he developed here at pregame and uh, we just got more bigger and better things coming and we'll have more of these type of podcasts and once again spartan thank you for joining us today uh, for the meet the pros podcast this is your host marco d'angelo we'll be back with another in this series of the meet the pros 